You're listening to the Cyberwire Network, powered by N2K. In the dynamic world of enterprise security, identity architects and IT leaders face a major challenge. Growth by repeated acquisitions multiplies the complexity of everything. Multiple IDPs, MFA providers, policy engines that all need to coexist. This can lead to fragmented user identities and policies that create security vulnerabilities and add access friction. Strata Identity solves this. Now you can decommission unneeded IDPs and consolidate the ones you'd like to keep without rewriting apps or disrupting users, engineers, and app owners. Plus, Strata's modular architecture makes it easy to integrate with any identity provider without manual maintenance and coding. Join the ranks of cybersecurity leaders using identity orchestration. Visit strata.io slash cyberwire, share your top identity security priorities, and receive a pair of complimentary AirPods Pro. Offer valid for organizations with over 5,000 employees. Step into a new era of identity management at strata.io slash cyberwire. Hello, my name is Anisha Patel. I'm an associate director at Raytheon Intelligence and Space based in Washington, D.C., and I work in the Cyber Protection Services Division. I would like to say it was some momentous, you know, light dawning of experience that I had, but honestly, it just comes down to the fact that yeah, I grew up as a first-generation American um, from an Asian household, so our focus was always mostly on on STEM-related type of topics. So the choices of things we had to do in life always centered around science, technology, engineering, and math. As a child, I was always interested in math. Sort of that was my my strong suit, more than like the life sciences. So that basically ruled out medicine pretty quickly. Since I had a strong desire to focus on math, I selected engineering as my career choice. My parents were also from a math and engineering background. That's what folks came here from other countries to to excel in, stick to what's tried and tested, as opposed to trying something sort of off the wall and new, because in their mind, anything outside of science and math was off the wall and new. wanted to pick a bigger school that had more than just engineering to it so that it would offer me the option of possibly you know switching gears if I had to from there I ended up choosing electrical engineering just because it had a, a more of a math focus and less of a science focus to it you know in high school you never realized how few women there are in STEM until you get to college because, you know, in high school, everybody has to take everything. So from there, I was basically worked for a year and then decided to go to grad school. And since I did still enjoy engineering, I went ahead and actually went to grad school um, at Georgia Tech and got my master's in electrical as well. When I was at Tech, Raytheon actually came down to campus to recruit. So I have grown up in the Washington, D.C. area my whole life, and we'd always 
seeing the eSystems building, everybody knew eSystems, which was our legacy company prior to Raytheon. They always knew that they did, you know, the cool black world secret spy stuff, right? So Raytheon comes down to campus to recruit. At that point, it was Raytheon eSystems. And since they were local to the area, I interviewed with them and ultimately was given an offer to join eSystems in Falls Church, Virginia as a hardware engineer. Basically building ground stations for the Global Hawk unmanned aerial vehicle. Had some pretty good mentors that I didn't even realize. It was not a formal mentorship, but people who suggested or pushed me into different areas of the company and different programs based on what they saw as a skill set that I had. I got requested to do a rotational assignment in program management because I wanted to basically round out the engineers to understand the finance side. And that was back in 2007. And I guess my rotation has yet to end. I went to the dark side and then the hole closed and there I ended up. I've heard it said many times, program managers worry about everything. And over the years, I have realized you do worry about everything from recruiting to are people getting their ethics training done on time? Is a customer having a meeting that we need to prepare for? To now, of course, these days, it's all about COVID and vaccinations and mandates and all that stuff. So I'd say on any given day, I couldn't tell you what I focus on because it's sort of So you're always looking into the future as well as the present. STEM has definitely increased its breadth of topics. So it's not as narrow focus as when I was in school that either you're an engineering major or you're a math major or you're some sort of science major and that's it. Now I think we've broadened that scope to include things like cybersecurity and cloud architectures and things that allow people more avenues to get into STEM than what we had back in the day. I do see a lot more uniqueness of the candidates coming forward from a skill set standpoint. It's not just the traditional BSBA and some sort of STEM-related career, but it may be a certification or it might be their career took a different path from what their degree was in, but they still excelled at it. I see a lot more folks coming in, which includes allowing a lot more females in through the non-traditional path which is good. If you look at the latest college statistics out there, there are just more women on campus now than there were. The hope is that general population increasing to female makes means that more of those females are picking STEM careers as well. But you know, I think even if you don't do it in college, if you can look at industry and look at all the various ways that people can get into a particular field. In my ideal world, you would never even see the name of the candidate We'd just be reviewing the experience portion of resumes and then deciding whether to interview because that way you're not basically detracting yourself one way or the other. Of You're looking at what their capabilities are and you're not just narrowing it down to one particular type of skill set or one particular type of experience. You're looking across the board to bring in that diversity of thought. I got results. Um, I drove teams to their top performance and capability, and then held myself to that same high standard. 
I was not a do as you say, not as I do type of person, but I was right along with them, achieving the best of me as well as the best of them. IT world used to be simpler. You only had to secure and manage environments that you controlled. Then came new technologies and new ways to work. Now, employees, apps, and networks are everywhere. This means poor visibility, security gaps, and added risk. That's why Cloudflare created the first ever connectivity cloud. Visit cloudflare.com to protect your business everywhere you do business.